Sorry, borfplup.com is already registered. Remember DVDs? They were those little shiny plastic discs that you used to watch movies on? No, no, records are for music, and they're made of vinyl, not plastic. No, now you're thinking of laser discs. Right idea, think smaller. No, not VHS tapes. No, not Betamax. Jesus Christ, how old are you? Okay, let's pull back a little. What about television? Do you remember that? That was the little square box with the talking pictures coming out of one end of it. A few years back, they got really skinny. Yes? Okay, now we're getting somewhere. So back to DVDs. Shortly after DVDs were invented, this company called Netflix showed up with a brilliant idea. They would send you DVDs in the mail, as many as you want, for $15 a month. That's it. You chose from a list of literally every DVD in existence, minus the smutty ones. They'd mail you a disc, you watch it, mail it back to them, and then they would send you the next disc on your list. Bam. As you may have guessed, Netflix was very successful. So successful, in fact, they made a ton of cash and decided to invest that in a side project, developing a streaming service allowing Netflix subscribers to watch movies and television shows via the internet. First on their computers, then on their televisions, and eventually on everything else from toaster ovens to baby monitors. Because let's admit it, why would you monitor your baby when you could be watching an entire season of Buffy the Vampire Slayer for free? As you also may have guessed, this too is very successful. Generally speaking, if your customer base likes sitting around in front of glowing rectangles, anything you can do to allow them to more efficiently sit in front of glowing rectangles is going to be well-received. Netflix's streaming service was so well-received, in fact, that after a few years their subscribers were watching more movies and television via the internet than via DVD. Netflix knew this was coming, but didn't have a very good plan to transition their customer base from paying for DVDs and getting streaming for free to paying for streaming and ditching the shiny plastic discs. I would have started streaming smut, but that's just me. The first step in Netflix's not-very-good plan to wean its customers off DVDs came on the first of this month, when they started charging separately for DVDs and for streaming. Basically, they raised their subscription fees a few bucks. Could have been worse, but still not very good. The second step came on Sunday when Netflix announced it was spinning off its DVD division into another company called Quickster. You heard me. Quickster. Basically, they smoked a lot of crack and registered some domain names they shouldn't have and then wrote the whole evening off as a business expense. Many people have been giving Netflix shit about this. Price hikes, name changes, it's a lot to take in over a short period of time. They're saying Netflix has lost its way, but I disagree. Clearly, Netflix has long seen the future is in streaming, and they are aggressively pushing its customer base in that direction. What Netflix didn't see was just how incompetent the television and movie studios are. Let me explain. First, let's dial it back to 1999. Bill Clinton was in its second term, Buffy Summers was in her second season, and the music industry was getting eaten alive by Napster. People were downloading songs willy-nilly, not paying for a thing, stealing Metallica's lunch money all the live-long day. A few years later, in 2004, along comes Steve Jobs with a plan. Guys, give me the keys to the car. I promise I'll bring it home by midnight, he says. Netflix and the RIAA, having thoroughly pooped their pants over the past five years, begrudgingly hand over the keys to Steve, who then goes on to create the iTunes Music Store, which then proceeds to sell billions of songs which then allows the music industry to buy a new pair of pants. 
Now somewhere, someone in the TV and music industry saw all this go down. They saw Steve Jobs and his Apple nerds waltz in and take a slice of the pie. Or a slice of the pooped pants. Or whatever metaphor we're running with. Point is, the talking pictures people saw this go down and they said, Wow, the music industry really botched that one. Let's see if we can be even more stubborn and incompetent. And you know what, Timmy? They pulled it off. Netflix is the best bet for film and television to fight piracy. In the same way that Apple curbed illegal music downloads by competing with illegal music downloads, Netflix is doing the same with movies and TV. Or, well, it's trying to. But the re-rees running the film and television industry are charging Netflix more for their stuff, which is making Netflix charge the common folk more for their stuff, which is driving the common folk away. But hey, maybe that's their plan. I honestly believe that if the music, movies, television industry could, they would kill Netflix, the internet, TiVos, cell phones, ringtones, DVD players, baby monitors, CDs, VCRs, cable, laserdiscs, cassette tapes, 8-tracks, everything. They know that all that other stuff actually makes them money, but the fact that they have to share some of that money with other people disgusts them. They just want the good old days of AM radio and a TV with some rabbit ears and three channels back again. Moral of the story, keep fighting the good fight, Netflix. These idiots will come to their senses sooner or later. As for you, Quickster, just try to lay off the crack pipe. <laughs>